1: All right. Welcome back to Training for Manhood. This is Dan Panetti. I've got my brother-in-law, Matthew Snyder, with me again. Matthew, welcome Hey, Dan. Back. Good to be here. So we just talked about a man and his money, um, and um, I think you gave us some great um, principles uh, in dealing with money. The, the biggest thing is, and, and I love this, and I think it, it needs to be something um, that guys take and really kind of wrestle with, is that um, that concept of um it's not your own, right? So it's the ownership principle of it. And I I know that this is where so many people get into so much uh, trouble, right? Is is it the idea of it's mine, I can spend it how I want, um, as opposed to uh, it really is a blessing and a gift from God. And I need to have some principles around the way that I spend it, invest it, save it, use it. Um, And if it's somebody else's money, and I'm a steward of it, um and i have an accountability for it right then it changes the whole game plan of money so mm. i'm glad you i'm glad you spent time with us that first time i uh, just kind of talking through that i hope guys take that and just kind of really think through that right pray through that talk through that find somebody um i always say this find somebody who's a little bit older than you all mm. right and that's a great conversation right and it's like hang on a second like i've been you know brought up and and you know money when i earn it it's mine uh, i can do with what i want to right and i'm a man right? It's, wrestle with that concept. I'd say that's, that's the first thing. So I'm glad we did that. Today, we want to talk about just the concept of generosity. Um, and I know it's um, kind of a weird um, thought process to think through. Um, but I've, I've, um, I've had this concept that I think a man needs to be generous. Uh, and I think not just with their money, but with their time, their talents, and their treasure. Um, I think that's a, a mark of a man as somebody who's willing to give of themselves Um, In a given situation to whatever needs that are out there. Um, And so generosity is a principle that I want to grow and develop. And so I wanted to talk to you about it, because um, as I look through my life, there are a number of different people that have that God has brought along that have been generous. Um, some have been generous with their time. Some have been generous with their talent. Some have been generous with their treasure. Um, but you're a young man um, that is a tremendously generous young man. I've watched that. Watched it in your life.
2: Young man, I'm 47. Yeah, <laughs> yeah younger <laughs> than me, Matthew. So I, wanna, I wasn't going to point that out, you know, but you but, went there. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a kid.
1: You're a young man, but yeah, you're not that young anymore. Um, but yeah, but you, I, I want to know how you developed that concept of generosity mm-hmm. um you know my, my wife is your sister and you know, we we talk about you um mm-hmm. you know you and Suzette and the family right we you're your constant you know concept of conversation our families are actually um probably, <laughs> good and bad yeah <laughs> probably, uh, <laughs> probably too close um but it's, it's funny like Trisha mentioned one time she goes did you know Matthew um the IRS looked at Matthew and his giving um because mm-hmm. he you know he gave away too much money and the IRS is like you know like you know you must be doing something wrong because you give away too much money. So like, you know, you've given things to us in a a tremendously generous, you know, uh, act of kindness. And so I just want to kind of ask you that question is how do you develop? How did you develop Mm -hmm. generosity in your own life? And what are some principles maybe that we can share with some guys to say, um, these are things, right, that you need to be developing in your life? Not if you want to, by the way, this is a You need to be developing these particular principles. So where Mm -hmm. would you start that conversation?
2: Yeah, so it goes back to what we've been given. Time, talent, and treasures. Yep. And from a biblical perspective, uh, giving is the expectation, but not just giving, being generous. Right. Okay? So that's talked about over and over and over and over. It's not just, I have $100 that I've made. I'm giving you 10 bucks, God. I hope you're happy with that. I'm going to spend the rest of it. The issue is, is, God said, I've given all of this to you. Now what are you going to do with it? Are you going to bury it? Or are you just going to do, it, do it, think about it for yourself only? Or are you going to actually invest it? Right. And invest it comes in different forms. Okay. Time, talent, and treasures. Okay. And so it comes down to what is my vo- my motivation? And the Bible deals with motivation a lot. Yes. As especially as it relates to money. Do I want to be seen as a giver? Okay that's not an attitude of just giving back to God for what he's blessed you with. Right. It's yeah, actually Scripture says
1: not to your left hand shouldn't know what your yeah. right hand is doing. There's a lot of people um, that want to be seen for their status and who they mm-hmm. are. Right. So when they give, they give noisily um, you know, there's a, there's a triumphal entry, right? There's the rollout out the red carpet mm-hmm. because you know, I'm here, I'm giving. Uh, and I think that's a, that's a way that people do with their, Whatever it is right their their money, their status, right, you see some people who in a sense sort of announce who they are mm. um, and then you see some other people um that maybe you know because of some other reasons that they're maybe tremendously well off or they right but you you would never know from meeting them, so you know you know we know people right, not only yourself but we, we know people like that as well, um but you know even throughout kind of like history, you kind of look back, right? You know, you kind of look at the Sam Waltons of the world, Mm -hmm. (laughs) who's driving the same truck, right? And you you laugh at those things, right? You know, the Warren Buffetts who's, you know, I mean, just you laugh at some of those stories, but I think that's a a great reminder of kind of like, well, which one are you, right? Are you the person who kind of announces everything that they do to kind of get Mm -hmm. attention or... Right. Are you the kind of person that is just generous in spirit and you give and you don't really need the attention. You don't need your name stuck on some wall somewhere because you gave something.
2: That's right. I love the idea of anonymous giver. Yeah. Because that takes a real mature approach of what actually giving is all about. You look at motivations, Ananias and Sapphira it didn't work out so well for them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you go back and read the book of Acts, what happened to them when they were being generous yes. with selling their land. Yes. But then they took credit for something that wasn't true. Yeah. And so, and and God took care of that. Yeah. Right? Because the motivation of the heart were revealed in a very important time in the church when it looked at what's in your heart really comes out. Yes. And so you have to deal with the motivations. Uh, I would also say worship comes in many forms, and giving is a lifestyle. Okay. okay? So yep. it's this idea that I've been blessed with the, these resources. God is a giving God. Mm-hmm. He's also a generous God. You look at Solomon. He said, Solomon, what do you want? And he's like, I just want wisdom. I'm young. I don't know how to lead this yeah. new people that yeah. you've given to me. And he's like, oh, I'm going to give you wisdom. But because you didn't even ask for money, I'm going to knock your socks off with these things. So that motivation of just being sincere before God about, don't let these possessions possess me. Instead, I want to use them for God's glory and not for my own.
1: Yeah. I think that's an interesting concept, right? The, the idea of generosity, um, if your worldview is one of scarcity, mm. um, then it's hard to be generous. So if you have a, a, a God- um, that you feel like doesn't provide, doesn't give, uh, is stingy, um, you know that you have to constantly force um, to you know be active in your life, right. Th- then the whole idea is it's very difficult to be generous because you feel like um, you know, there's there's nothing that's supporting me. But if you have a God that supports you, that loves you, that's generous to you, um, that gives to you sacrificially, right? So you, you open up, you know, the, the, and you read about the God of the Bible, <laughs> and what you see mm-hmm. is um, a tremendous amount of sacrifice uh, for the people that he loves then all of a sudden the idea of you being generous comes from that motivation of i want to i want to represent an accurate picture of who god mm-hmm. is and god is tremendously generous um god goes out of his way in a sense um, to help people right to help the helpless to find people who are needy um you know second chronicles it talks about the idea of you know god's roving around the earth looking for somebody that he can bless and in, in a sense that that idea of generosity then becomes kind of a picture of mm-hmm. i want you to see what my god looks like and because he's generous i can be generous as well mm-hmm. right i've always heard the idea of like you know that concept of like you you can't outgive god um and so Correct. as you go out in your in your day and you're looking for an opportunity to bless people um that's a way of uh, in a sense kind of picturing what god looks like right you're looking to be a blessing because you've you've been blessed
2: that's right and i love how the bible actually illustrates it it highlights small things that are given yeah but as a percentage of what they own it was large yes think of the the young boy five loaves two fish okay yeah. He gave what he had, Yeah, it was and small, God is very it was small, everything to him. <laughs> and, and he probably didn't know better. Right. Like, if he was an adult, he would say, this is for me, Yeah. yeah <laughs> right? Exactly. Or this is for my kids, right? That's just kind of how we think. Yeah. But instead, he just said, here's what I have, I give it to you, and then God multiplies it. Yeah. You look at the poor widow right before Jesus goes to the cross. She gave out of her poverty mm. because... She depended on God for it, whereas there was a rich religious leader that was announcing and throwing the coins yeah. loudly so yeah. that people would notice how much he's given. And Jesus identifies the, what the lady gave because she gave out of, her, out of her poorness, and it was just much more meaningful. So Jesus highlights radical sacrifice um, because it's about the heart. It's not about the amount. OK, Yeah. so uh, I I think this idea of starting with what you have, you may say, I don't have a lot of money. I'm going to wait to give whenever I have more sure. money. Right. Well, it's never going to happen right. because you're you going to want a bigger boat. You're going to want money. a better yep. car. You're yep. going to want that vacation that's, you know, a little bit more expensive that you can go brag about when you get back. Start with what you have. Yep. Start with what you have.
1: Yeah. So I think, yeah, just developing the principles of generosity, um, I think, um, you know, looking to be generous in all aspects of life, whatever, um, time, talent, or treasure that you already have, um, Mm -hmm. look for an opportunity to serve others with those things that you've been given. Um, and what does that, what does that look like then, you know, from your perspective? I'll
2: give you a practical example. I remember one of our friends when we were newly married, Mm -hmm. um, the first year that she had, uh, her job, she had two weeks vacation. Yep. And she donated that to God and went on a two-week mission trip. Wow. She's like, God gave me the job. Yep. I'm gonna go serve him because it's just a thanksgiving back to him. Whereas I'm looking, I'm like, wow, yeah. those are my, those, my, are my, my day, right. those are my ten those are my ten days, and I'm gonna maximize. Yeah. She just had a very different perspective, yeah. all right. And it wasn't that she was gonna go spend a lot of money. She just wanted to say thank you, God, for what you have been given, that's awesome. uh, what you've given to me. And so that testimony kept telling its story over and over and over because it was so counter to how people kind of think about. It. Challenged me, inspired me to be able to think differently about my time. Yeah. And that, that's my vacation. Those are my airline miles. Those are, you know, again, God has a, a, maybe a little bit different story than what I was thinking about.
1: Yeah. I actually have a, a friend who is a, um, he runs an organization where um, people can donate their mm-hmm. um, their week of vacation, right? Take your family down and minister mm-hmm. to a family that's going through cancer treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, and they put a little camp on, right? And those families that are coming in, you know, for the, they they you know got a kid with cancer or whatever it is, and so they go there for a week. Well, they need families to serve um, you know, that, that aren't going through that particular difficult you know, trial and tribulation in their life at that particular time. And so they find families that are saying, yeah, well, hey, we'll take a week and we'll go work in the kitchen and we'll give back and we'll do that. And so there's tons of opportunities out there um, if you would open up your eyes and look and say, mm-hmm. how, can I, how can I give and how can I minister and how can I serve? Um, there's lots of different ways to develop that. I think the idea is, and I, I like what you said, if you start doing it when you're young and you start doing it small, uh, then it's something that just kind of grows and develops because one of the cool things about being generous um isn't that you know you you give so you get something back. and I know some many Correct. people have that. I think you give and then you watch. What God does with that and how powerful that concept is Mm -hmm. that you've planted a seed and you watch it grow, that you want to do it even more and more.
2: That's right. That's where the excitement and the fun and the adventure uh, of this really gets. So we kind of talked a little bit about giving of your time. Right. Okay, on the vacation. Yep. Let's talk about giving of your money. We we talked about start early. Okay. But let's talk percentages. Most likely your income will be at a certain point and then it's just going to keep growing over time. You're going to have some good years, some great years, some down years, some bad years, right, so early on, as we were looking at our giving plan, yep. and it, we'll talk about having a plan to give, okay. because if you don't plan on doing these things, it just you never get around to it,, yeah. so on plan to give us, each year, our goal was to give more of a percentage of our income because I can 't control the amount. Because my salary may go up or down, okay. especially if you're in a sales environment where you have good years, bad years, on commission, whatever. So I want to be able to give a percentage higher every single year.
1: So you might go from 11% to 12% to 13% to 14% and 25 years later. That's right. And I may, <laughs> and I may
2: have given $1,000 one year. I may have given $4,000 the next year. Or I may have given because you know $500 because it's a percentage. Right. So okay. again, that to me gets at the motivation.
1: That's interesting. And yeah. so
2: it's not about the amount. As much as it is, I need to be more generous as a principle. okay? So that's something that we try and practice uh, with this. Uh, another thing is, with giving, don't be so structured to where you don't have flexibility. Okay, Because you may say, I'm just going to commit to it, I'm going to give to these three places, and that's it. Hey, that's great that you're doing those things, but God might want to interrupt you a little bit. And and he may bring some some things to your plate that you're uniquely gifted and skilled in, and it's a circle that you're walking in with some people or a ministry or an organization. So allow yourself to be interrupted a little bit. Yeah, I like that. Build in some margin in your giving, okay? And so I think then you'll be more excited about how you see God used it, okay? I remember going through a season of life where it was difficult at work. And then I realized I was helping to support some ministries that had some real needs. God connected some dots like, I don't work for myself. I actually get a chance to invest in things that God was calling me to do. So I saw my work differently. Uh, I know a Harley Davidson dealership. The, they, love, they love the Lord, and they actually say, we sell Harleys to invest in his kingdom. Oh, that's cool. And so they're connecting yeah. their yeah. work to their actual, to their giving. Love and it. so rather than separating the two, realize, I always say this, uh, I work for the Lord. I just happen to carry a business card mm-hmm. that has a company's name on it. Yeah. And that's just a part of my giving experience.
1: Yeah. We had a situation, a young man um, who was homeless. Um, and we got to, you know, bring him into the home and kind of invest Mm. in his life a little bit. He ended up tearing his Achilles, Mm. um, you know, he's a basketball player and tore his Achilles and, um, you know, he didn't have any money, didn't have any insurance. And we're like, oh, great. Uh, we reached out to a friend, uh, who reached out to a friend who's, um, you know, somebody in their family happened to be an orthopedic surgeon. And they not only donated the surgery, Mm. um, they donated the entire surgery center, um, and then, as this young man went in to get this surgery uh, to repair his Achilles, um, several of the nurses that were there taking care of him, they heard the story and they all wanted to give. And I just thought it was it was a very interesting concept. I was kind of like, this is crazy. It, not only is it amazing to think, right, that he had that, you know. Surgery donated. Mm -hmm. Um, He actually had the rehab donated as well, right? Which is, you know, bizarre. But it's it's funny because I think giving in a sense begets giving. When people see people who are generous, it's almost like, well, I want to be generous too. Mm. Right? But there's just so little of it. Um, and so little opportunity that it's kind of like when you see it, it's almost like everybody wants to jump on the bandwagon. And I think that's the concept is I know you don't want to publicize your giving. You don't want to publicize your mm-hmm. generosity. But I think if if you're a person who's generous, I think you'll be surprised by how many people um, want to be generous as well. They're just looking for an opportunity. It's like, oh, my God, I, I didn't know I could give to that. I didn't know. Right. So I think that's kind of an interesting thing. We just kind of watched that with this young man, how many people wanted to. To give and to walk alongside and to help somebody out in a, you know in a difficult situation and so yeah. I think that's a you know have your eyes open as you would say mm-hmm. um, and, and just kind of look for opportunities to give um, program um, you know some of the the idea of um, what goals that you want to have um, but also you know be open to just you know the opportunities to to be generous when you know a, a situation comes along your way
2: yeah I I love that Dan and I, I think it's important that. What the Bible says, there's so much about giving, okay? But some of the best things in my life have been watching people be a blessing Mm -hmm. with what they've been given. Yeah. And some of it's just crazy. You'd never know these people are generous. Yeah. And you you just see it differently. They fly under the radar. They just meet needs. And there's a sensitivity to how the Lord is leading them to give. And, And it's just, it becomes exciting. It becomes... I look back, I'm like, I was so much happier that we gave to this rather than what we went and blew it on because that wasn't really that great. It lasted for a moment. This, you know, think of the investment of the the, the doctor's office okay. and the surgery. That investment started maybe years before, but then you're still seeing dividends on these stories of changed lives. Yeah. And then it's impacting people and people yeah. more and more. So that's fun.
1: Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. When I was in college, I lived with a family, um, the Wilsons and... Um, Shelby was an actually, I mean, you know, incredible guy. He was an Olympic gold medalist in the 1960s, you know, wrestled and, and uh, crazy. But um, I always laughed because I'd, I'd come home, you know, I lived in their basement for a year and I'd come home and there there's like always a different, you know, dryer or washer downstairs um, because he'd run into some family that, you know, their dryer broke. <laughs> and so he'd take them, his dryer, mm. right, that worked. And then he'd bring the dryer home that didn't work. And he'd be sitting there, you know, fixing it and repairing it. And I'd go down to do laundry and I'm like all right, here's a new dryer, right? Here's a new washing machine. He was he was constantly giving to other people, um, constantly just kind of ministering and taking care of the needs of others around him. And I, I just, I love that concept, you know, as a, as a man, right, who should be kind of announcing who he was and telling everybody and, you know, letting the world, you know, bow at his feet because of what an incredible mm-hmm. man he was. He was so humble and so generous. And I think maybe that, you know, I'm kind of, I, you know, kind of, Attaching it in my mind now is, I think the concept of generosity is attached to the concept of humility. Amen. You know that that if if you are a person um, that, like you said earlier, that doesn't believe that they own everything, that you're a steward of it, um, but you have a humility that you want to be used by God to just kind of bless other people, um, that you're looking for those opportunities, right? God will bring them along, and then you know, in humility, as opposed to announcing what you're doing. Just ministering and giving, right? I think that's where the generosity seed is kind of planted.
2: Yeah, and the rich young ruler is a good example of that. Very wealthy young man, Tim Tebow of his time, right? And he's... Jesus just challenged him. He was like you have one thing that you lack. Go sell everything that you have. Oh. And in this verse is very convicting. That's a, that's a very powerful In Luke story. eighteen, <laughs> it says, "When he heard this, he went away very sad yeah. because he was very wealthy, yeah. very and very, yeah. very sad, very wealthy, yeah. because it got to this humility that uh. it wasn't about him and his possessions possessed him, and he missed the greatest." which is the presence of the Son of God, yeah. and he, he just walked away. Yeah. And so he missed it, and that's the deal. Don't miss out on the opportunities when God is calling you to be generous. Don't be scared of it. Don't be scared of it. Get excited about, hey, God's given it to me. Now I get a chance to be a conduit with this. Uh, one of the last things I wanted to share with you, I think you going through challenging times is very helpful toward your generosity In the future. Okay. Because you learn to appreciate things. Okay. We used to I couldn't fill up a tank of gas because I didn't have five bucks. I know we could fill up a tank of gas for like 10 bucks back then, but I'd have to put in a dollar or two because that's what I have. So every time we go get gasoline now in our vehicle, I say, thank you, Lord, that I could fill up a, a tank. Not that I spent $80 last night filling up my car, and I'm just complaining about it, but God still reminded me, wait a minute, yeah. you could do that now. So be thankful, because there's a lot of people that can't. So going through experiences where you don't have much um, is important. You need to be around people that aren't always like you. I had a chance a couple months ago to Uganda okay, and get a chance to really see. I had to go 8,300 miles away to get taught a lesson in generosity mm. Going to a village, uh, some of the people in the ministry, and they serve them. These people, as a thankfulness and gratitude, gave them a a, a stalk of plantains, bananas. Mm-hmm. And for them, that was their food for four or five days. Yeah. And they gave that, whereas I hold on to way too much. So I still have lessons learned. I haven't figured this out. Yeah. But it's an opportunity that I just see God working on my heart to be able to be a more generous person yeah. going forward, I think
1: that's a that's a great thing to end on. Um, just the idea of generosity is not an amount; right. um, it's really a heart attitude. So if you're right. if you're blessing somebody with a couple dollars, if you're blessing somebody with just showing up to help them move, if you're blessing somebody with just you know minutes of your time or whatever it is, um, the whole idea is start small. Um, but it's developing that heart attitude that you're right. You're, you're willing to say, you know, Hey, yes, Lord, I'm here. Um, I'm willing to give, I'm not going to hold on so tightly to things that when I see opportunities to be a blessing that I'm going to say no to those. Um, because I think the, the concept is, is then somebody else goes and they get that blessing and you miss out on it. Right. So, you know, young men, as you're out there and, and this is kind of for old guys too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, if you have not developed a heart of generosity, um, I think you need to start developing that. And in humility, um, kind of be honest with yourself and say, are you the kind of person that people um, can go to and ask for things? Um, are you the kind of people that's looking for needs around you? Or are you the kind of person who holds on so tightly to yours that you're not willing to use that to be an investment, um, and to be a blessing in the lives of other people? So good word. Back. That's a great word.
0: Thank you for listening to Training for Manhood. If you found the conversation to be valuable, make sure to rate us where you listen to podcasts. Also, check out additional content on our website, trainingformanhood.com. That's training4manhood.com. Until next time, in the words of King David, be strong and show yourself a man.